Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. Thank you so much also for choosing me when you have plenty of other options out there to choose from. I really appreciate the support. I appreciate you sharing my podcast. And for those of you who are just now listening to me, um, this is uh, Centoria, and the podcast is under Centoria Bliss. And I chose that name because I was really focusing on the the blissful aspects of health, you know, choosing wellness over stress and wellness over any lower emotional feelings that we tend to let control us. And as I pursued that with the inspiration from someone really close to me, we both started our podcast at the same time. So it'll be a two year mark for the both for the both of us. But, um, as I started that, it just kind of propelled me in the direction of focusing a lot on health and wellness. Um, it was relying on like breathing tips and um, how to get your mental health in check, as well as your emo- emotional health and maybe some spiritual health. I apologize if it seems like I'm stumbling over some words, but I don't know how many times I recorded this podcast and this is probably like the 15th time. So bear with me <laughs> and I laugh at myself often. So, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> for those of you who have already been listening to me for some time and may have wondered where is Centoria? How come she hasn't been really doing any podcasting? I was pretty busy. The last one I posted was last year in October, And then I decided to post one about a week ago. And right now, I believe it is March 23rd. I'm just kind of, I don't know what day it is anymore sometimes because so much is going on in the world. It's just like, I'm just very grateful to even wake up and see the sun. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I think uh, this year, uh, like I said in my last podcast that I wanted to focus on refinement and familial ties. I am making sure that I'm contacting and contacting my family members I hadn't seen or those that I consider as an extension of my family that I hadn't seen in like 10 plus years. And I felt like it it doesn't make any sense to be waiting so long to see people and or see them when someone passes away in the family. So I'm trying to change that this year. And also with the help of some of my relatives, uh, we've had that discussion and we're trying to see if we can, you know, make it happen with a small family reunion. And if it has to be broken up in parts, then by all means, that's the direction we're willing to take. But with this podcast and maybe several more into the near future, I want to continue sharing um, more transparent uh, thoughts, um, and aspects about myself, um, or maybe just things in general. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is integration. So I've been doing this two week detox. Well, now it's going over two weeks and I think it's just because I've just gotten so used to what I'm doing. And basically it's just me detoxing from sugar and highly sweetened, fruits like bananas, so to speak, but just kind of keeping things on a low glycemic level, 
of my sugar intake. I have not been consuming any agave, date syrup, no monk fruit sugar, no stevia, or anything like that. As a matter of fact, when I first started the detoxing and I was looking at my cabinet like, oh, maybe I should put a little bit of sweetener in one of my teas that aren't naturally sweetened. And I noticed I only had like one or two teaspoons of monk fruit sugars. I said, well, once I go ahead and eat that, that's it. I'm not buying anymore. Besides that sugar is like crazy expensive anyway. And the way gas is soaring, uh, ain't no way. I might as well buy some natural sugar cane and just let that bad boy soak in some water and then use the sugar water for something. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've been detoxing. Actually, it is. And I've been journaling uh, while I'm on my detoxing, uh, two journals, actually, one is about me, refinement of me, my shadow self, my dark self, or just those, uh, low vibrational aspects of me that I believed in since childhood. And there's some, um, work on my inner child as well. And then I've been also journaling what I eat every day. So, this is day 17 on the detox with no sugar. And that also includes no cakes, pies, cookies, no candy. Um, the last thing I made and had in my refrigerator that's actually sweet is some uh, caramel, some homemade caramel sauce. And I don't know. I made that and it's just sitting in there. And I'm sitting here like, wow, maybe I could just dip my finger in it and try it. <laughs> but I don't want to mess up what I got going on. But for me, sugar kind of holds a lot of weight. And it makes me hold a lot of water also, a lot of water weight. So a lot of weight has, has been dropping off, but I've been shedding a lot of inches too. So I'm really proud of that because I did buy some clothes and I was really upset because I'm like, wow, I can't wait to wear these clothes by springtime or summer. But then when I go pull them out, this was like a month ago, and I'm like, well, I can't even fit the things. So that didn't make any sense to me. So it was like, it's time for some changes. But um, let me get into it. So with this um, integration, during this journaling that I've been doing, I was thinking about some things that were really important to me and what were some things that weren't important, important to me that I felt needed to serve me. And the, the, that's, that'll be another uh, podcast. But one of the things that kept rearing his ugly head and it reared his ugly head in every area of my life is the idea of feeling inadequate and inadequacy is basically just not enough, not doing enough, not being enough, just not being enough in the space that people want you to be in with them. And so I really had to think about that. Like <laughs> this keeps coming up and what's the reason why? How can I let that go? And it all went back to when I was a child. So as, as young as I can remember in school, 
I was always told how bright I was. So the expectation was if she's so bright and she learns so fast, then she needs to be doing better than the other kids in her class and we need to put her in this program or that program or what, whatever. But then it was also people wanted more out of me. They didn't want me to go at my own pace. And you know, as a child, you want to go at your own pace because naturally kids learn best that way. Now, unless they're getting constantly drilled, beaten in the head, not, you know, just metaphorically speaking, but, you know, beaten in the head about what they're supposed to do, how they're supposed to do it, when they're supposed to do it. And if they mess up, then it means that they're, they're not good enough. They're not doing enough. They should be doing better. Look at everybody else. You should be like them. And I kind of grew up like that. So looking back on that in hindsight, it wasn't really healthy. Now, for some people, they may have liked that structure. But for me, the type of kid I was, I wanted to learn so much. And I knew, like, at the very core of me, the thing I was really interested in was health. Strangely enough, as young as I can remember, like, eight, nine years old, I was really into health, like, herbal stuff. And so as I got older, when I became a teenager, I actually thought about becoming an herbologist because I also had an interest in science when I was a kid. But then, of course, you become indoctrinated through, you know, what, you know, what people are telling you that, you know, you start, you know, there's so much conditioning. Everybody wants you to be this. They see you as that. So you should go to school for this. You should go to school for that. And being an only child and maybe some only children, you know, when they were growing up, they had a lot of say so. And for me, I had say so, but then I would always get checked about my say so. (laughs) So then it was like, can I even speak my mind and say exactly what I want? And if I do, how is that an offense to you? So I noticed that I kept running into that even into my teenage years into college. College was the same way where I had, um, well, in high school, I remember I had teachers and counselors tell me, well, you're not really going to get that far if you go, if you keep following this path or whatever path they thought I was intentionally following, or if you're not leveling up and being like so-and-so, so-and-so, or, or half of the kids in this, in this classroom or that classroom. The crazy thing is, is that most of them didn't know what I was dealing with on a personal level in my life as a child. Also, even in my teenage years, there was a lot going on in my life. And as young as I was, I felt like the majority of that time I was really taking care of myself a lot. So and I want to say that, you know, if there are any teachers that are listening, really pay attention to the words that you say to children and how. And and what you mean, I'm sorry, I'm going to correct myself, what you mean behind what you say. Um, Kids listen. Vibration speaks very loud. So if you're encouraging someone, encourage them with the intention of them feeling really good and supportive in what they choose to do and how they choose to do it. Not feel like they're being gaslighted into something and... Now they're like, whatever options they had 
for them, for their near future, is not good enough for you. So they should go ahead and follow your path or the path you've been telling everybody else. I know there's a lot of lemmings in the world that are rather fall off the bridge just because one falls off as well, but I'm not one of those. And so it always felt like pushback. And I started feeling like I'm not doing enough. People don't see me. I'm not, I'm not being enough. I'm not supportive enough. I'm not, I'm not pulling enough weight. And I know you've heard that a lot, especially in the workplace. So now I'm into adulthood. You know, I've gone through college, you know, high school, college, college, my undergrad was, it seemed like it was so difficult, but when I got into the master's program, that was cool. But anyway, going into the workplace, you always hear that phrase, pull your weight or you're not pulling enough weight in the unit, in the team. You're not really being a team player. And one of the things they always want you to do is be like this person or be like that person. I need you to see, I need, I'm sorry, I need to see what you're doing like them, you know, and I'm not going to lie in my workplace. It, it, I felt like that. I felt like I wasn't really acknowledged. I felt like I was always looked over and I would get told in in a backhanded kind of way that I was not doing enough. I was not being enough of the person they wanted me to be. (sighs) Then here it goes. And it was like that with family too. I know I kind of skipped that, that timeline, but it was like that with family. And then of course it started to project itself into my relationships and my relationships. I felt like, I wasn't enough for my partner and I felt like maybe if I just show them that how much I care and how much I can nurture and, and show them how much I love them and, and show and show and show and do and do and do, then maybe it will eradicate whatever feelings they have about me that aren't good. But then I might have been overcaring, overloving too much. <laughs> you know, maybe I was overthinking a lot of things and really wasn't myself all the time because I was so stuck on this conditional idea that I wasn't always going to be enough. I'm not going to be enough woman for them. I'm not going to be uh, enough of a wife if they decide to want to marry me or I'm not going to be. And even in friendships, I felt like that. So while going through this journaling, I had to sit with myself and I had to integrate that aspect of me with my highest self. I had to go into a meditation, see my highest self as who I am truly. Look at that aspect of myself and say, I am enough. I am so much more than enough that I have nothing to worry about other people not seeing that. There's nothing to worry about with that. It doesn't matter if other people see that I'm enough or not. What matters is what do I see with myself? 
It doesn't matter if other people are happy with me or not. Am I happy with me? It doesn't matter if other people love me as much as I want them to love me. Do I love me as much as I want to love me? So now I've begun to shatter those old convictions about me that that was just ingrained in me since childhood. And, you know, I feel so much better. It was like a weight lifted off my shoulder. There's still some work to be done. Don't get me wrong. It's not like, oh, you know, she's saying she, you know, she's integrated that. Now she feels perfect. Hell no. I'm just saying <laughs> that it's, it's a weight. It was, it was the work that needed to be done. And it was a weight. It's a weight. It was a weight that was lifted off my shoulders and off my back and off my head and off my heart. I just wish that, you know, no, no, I take that back. I don't wish, but I will say that I am grateful for what I've gone through and that I'm starting to come to that self-actualization now about me. It's never too late. I don't like how I allowed it to take over me for so long but if we really aren't aware of what we're constantly doing and why we're constantly doing it and why we're constantly creating these cycles over and over and over and these patterns over and over and over again then yes it's going to consume you and it's always going to project itself And I'm glad that I actually sat down with that part of me and really dug deep down and say, why? Let me go all the way back and see where the hell this all started from. So now if it feels like there's even, you know, a small amount of it that wants to linger or or just kind of come up in me I just gotta learn to let that shit go (laughs) I just gotta learn to let it go seriously it no longer serves me anymore and there's so much more that I'm letting go that's no longer serving me things about me parts of me And I advise that you all kind of do the same thing if you feel comfortable with doing that. And start to eradicate all of those old beliefs about yourself. This, oh, that's just who I am. And if people don't like me, don't like that part about me, then, you know, know, they can go kick rocks. Well, why the hell wouldn't they like anything about you? Why do you like it? Why do you like it? Is it really serving you any good? Is it really excelling you to the next level of your evolved self? Are you really happy with that part of yourself? Do you feel like it's making you a better version of you? 
or is it kind of self-sabotaging? Well, <laughs> those are just some questions. And those questions I wrote down for myself and I answered them. Because first and foremost, I am my own therapist. And if I feel that I need therapy outside of me and outside of, you know, and beyond my creator, but, you know, outside of me, then I'll seek that. But first I have to start with me to see how well that goes, you know? Therapy is good and so is self-therapy is just as good. So um, that's what I wanted to share with you guys. And I hope that I didn't really ramble on too much and bore you out of your mind. And But I really wanted to share that. So that's really important to me. And um, I hope you were able to get something out of this. So thank you so much again for tuning in. And like I say, <laughs> just be you. Just be you. And if you got to keep working on you, keep working on you. Because you have to be the best you you can be. And you can't be there for everybody else if you can't be there for yourself. You know? So thank you so much again for tuning in. Thank you for checking me out. Thank you for just listening, you know, taking time to listen. I will still be doing things along the lines of, you know, meditating and um, little small mini exercises that I'll be presenting on here again. So I'll still be incorporating that. But I'm just kind of changing up the dynamic a little bit, you know, talking about other things, too, that I feel are, re are very important to me. And, um, you know, um, I'll... See you again soon, or I'll speak to you again soon. <laughs> so, yeah, you all take care of yourselves, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Please share my podcast. You can go to my Instagram page. I need to get back on that and start building it up again, too. But it's uh, Centoria underscore bliss at um, Instagram. I think I will at Centoria underscore bliss at Instagram. Yeah, whatever. And um, I'll also put it down in the description. And yeah, thank you so much for your support. Until then, you all take care of yourselves. Great rising. <laughs>